This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 699, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, July 24th, and Wednesday, July 31st. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is Adam Chapman, your host, and this is episode 699. It's our comic reviews episode for actually two weeks of comics, um, although at this point I almost should just do three, but I'm not. Uh, so we're talking about books from July 24th and July 31st, which already seems so far away as I'm recording this on August 11th. I was away for, on vacation. I was a, We had a, a long weekend um, in Canada. Uh, we had a, a civic holiday in Ontario in Canada. Um, so a lot of things going on, so I haven't really had a chance to actually sit down and read a lot of books and actually talk about them. So this is going to be a relatively quick episode, but the last uh, episode in the 600s uh, before we move uh, bravely into the the new frontier, uh, the 700 uh, episode area. Um, So first of all, looking at the July 24th releases, um, so there's a lot of books that came out that week. I'm not going to be talking about a lot of them, but I just wanted to highlight some of the releases. This is not meant to be comprehensive. Um, Books that came out that week include Action Comics, Age of Conan, Bella, The Queen of the Black Coast. That was the last issue of that miniseries. Uh, The beginning of Batman, Curse of the White Knight. A new issue of Detective Comics, Doctor Strange, uh, The Launch of Fearless. Uh, we've got History of the Marvel Universe. I have it. haven't actually had a chance to read all of it yet, though. Uh, new issue of Magnificent Miss Marvel, Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. There was a Secret Warps Arachnite Annual. Uh, there was uh, Shuri, Star Wars, Swordmaster Number 1. I don't even know what that is or who it's by. Um, I just see it on the list here. Flash, Terrifics, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Web of Venom, Funeral Pyre. Some books I'm quickly chatting about, though, include, first of all, Amazing Spider-Man 26. Um... It's called Who Run the World, uh, which is obviously a reference to a Beyonce song. Uh, it's got Nick Spencer writing it with Cab Walker on art. Um, so if you saw the cover, you might think it's going to be someone else, but it's not. I mean, the, the content, or at least the cover content, makes you think it's going to be like Steve Lieber. Um, but really, even then, you think it's going to be Ryan Otley, and it's not. You get Kev Walker instead, who I do enjoy, um, but just does have a slightly different sensibility. Um, I enjoyed this story. I, I don't know what it was. It definitely felt like a... I don't know, a bunch of weird things. I like you have this, you know, Peter hanging out with Boomerang kind of thing, and it's maybe going in a different direction than you would expect. Um, the whole Electro thing went in a direction I really didn't think either. I think there was almost too much time spent on kind of the, the bureaucracy of this new group that they're part of. Um, I did like the kind of the ending point and how um, Beetle and her cronies end up kind of finding themselves in front of a Boomerang. Um, I would say it's kind of a maybe a, a light, quick issue. Um, maybe not the most uh, heady content, uh, but I feel like we're going to get that eventually, so I'm not that concerned. It was a little breezy, but you know what? I like my Spider-Man being a little bit breezy. Um, it doesn't need to be super crazy all the time. I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, it, it was a decent, decent issue. Uh, and Generally speaking, an okay read. Uh, next up is House of X number 1. Uh, this is the beginning of, uh, not the end, but the, of the... This is the beginning of the beginning, uh, this whole new um, era for the X-Men, and this one is uh, called The House That Xavier Built, written by Jonathan Hickman, our work by Pepe Larraz, uh, who I think has really stepped up his game here. Um, It's interesting, I was talking about this issue with um, a friend of the show, but I guess hasn't been on the show for almost 200 episodes, uh, Nathan Strzok, and he was saying how a lot of this felt very similar in some of the tones and feels to what he got from Hickman's other work like uh, Avengers um, but he still he still appreciated it but he thought that maybe uh, Jonathan Hickman was going back to the well a little bit um, but he definitely liked some of the some of the concepts and ideas and he, we definitely uh, we both loved how um, uh, Sabretooth looked here and he looked kind of very 
very classic, and that was really nice to see. Again, I think the artwork was really on point. Um, the story definitely kind of just jumps in, and uh, if you've been reading on Kenny Axman, it doesn't feel like it really picks up well from that point. Because um, Xavier's just kind of back now, and it's been long enough that no one cares, but it's you know it feels like a, a major thing. And uh, it's funny because I had uh, given my digital, well, I given my the codes to my digital. Uh, sorry, my access to digital codes is through my Amazon account, and I guess I, I let Nate kind of watch, listen, watch, read it through there because I wanted him to read um, the first two issues of House of X as well as uh, Powers of Ten, number one. And so he read those, and he was kind of commenting that it was interesting. What was my point? I just totally lost my point on why I did this. Oh, yeah, um, that he thought it was interesting that uh, you know, he didn't know that Xavier was uh, back. He didn't know the Cyclops was back. And I'm like, oh man, that was a while ago. And he's like, yeah, you know, two years ago, I guess to a non-comic reader doesn't seem that long, but obviously if you're in comics, uh, two years can be a lifetime. And it, it really underscored that fact to me and how different that is. Um, but definitely interesting. Uh, I thought this was an interesting beginning. It definitely felt disarming and kind of just jumping into it. And I wasn't sure if that was good or not, good, bad, good or bad. Um, generally speaking, I liked it. Do I like the second issue of House of X more? Absolutely, and we'll talk about that in a future episode, but uh, no, this is good. Uh, next up is Marvel's epilogue, which the fact that it exists kind of ruins every Marvel stray that exists, and even like the monster size one, which only has the core book, but I think the next, next year's uh, 25th anniversary version of it, it will include um, the original Marvels plus the epilogue. Um, I really enjoyed this. I guess chronologically it takes place kind of in between a couple issues of my the camera but if you didn't read that that's okay you can just kind of survive with this um you know this felt like going home you know like i i read marvels i can't remember when i read it for the first time i think probably some of the single like i read two of the single issues originally and that would have been i guess late 90s early 2000s so not that long after it come out but long enough and uh you know this this felt so vibrant and exciting and to kind of be back in this world and this perspective and having the actual creative team doing it again was monumentally exciting to me and i i dug this very much um yeah no i and this wasn't disappointing at all and the the interview in the back and was really cool and again seeing you know some of the original art um and positioning of where the series takes place and even seeing the kind of uh early rough art that uh have been done for this for this issue or this epilogue i thought this was phenomenally entertaining very exciting and i'm gonna give it a nine um it really it always takes my breath away like it's funny i'm used to ross's art at this point but it's just something about how he does marbles and the perspective he takes that i think is really gorgeous um and very enjoyable uh, moving on to July 31st, the books we're not talking about include uh, Batman Last Night on Earth number two. Really wasn't sure about Batman number one, um, or sorry, issue number one of that series. Uh, Black Panther, Captain America, Conan the Barbarian, Death's Head, uh, Fantastic Four, uh, From the Neighborhood Spider-Man, I almost called it FNS, which is not not uh, very uh, friendly to those who don't know the acronym. Uh, Marvel Team-Up, Runaways, Secret Warps, Iron Hammer Annual, Thanos, the Batman Who Laughs, Green Lantern Annual, and Venom Annual. There's obviously a few other books, too. I just didn't talk about everything. Um, and then the books I read was only two of them. I read Avengers 22, uh, which is Challenge of the Ghost Riders Part 1, The Exorcism at Avengers Mountain by Jason Aaron and Stefano Caselli. And um, I definitely liked it. I, I just thought, I'm not sure about where they're going with this. And I, I, I think, for me, part of this will depend on where where it ends up at the end like as a, as a storyline like I, I'm kind of interested but I just feel like they've done a lot of stuff where this character Ghost Rider has had 
so many different things done to him in the past in terms of like the demon and all this other stuff that I don't know if I'm that invested at this point in what's happening or what's happening with, with Blaze either. And uh, so like I think that kind of you know does take it down a few notches for me. I do like the art, but again, I don't know. It just feels to really grab my attention to make me care. I'm going to give it a six and a half. And last but not least, um, and again, I, I said this episode would be short. It's not a super long one. It's going to be like under 10 minutes. But um, the last issue I want to talk about is Powers of 10 or Powers of X, depending on how you want to call it. Um, man, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, it's interesting, too, because you have a bunch of pages with with uh, with Moira, and you don't know why it matters. And I'm not even sure if, it actually, if she actually says what her name is. Um, in this like little piece here, I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't. I don't actually know if she does. I'm just looking through it again. Oh, you know, he does. She does kind of say or no, she doesn't. Sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. And I and um, you know, it, it, it feels very long and like unnecessary. And then you read Powers of Ten, sorry, Powers of X, sorry, House of X number two, and it reframes everything. And then it's fascinating. But it's an interesting book because of you know, it's not like one is just the future and one is just the present. We're kind of seeing intertwining elements. Uh, we're seeing this 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 future battle. Um, I mean, again, it feels like you're being thrown in the deep end and not necessarily knowing exactly what's going on, but that's part of what Hickman does. Um, but thus far, I'm definitely intrigued and enjoying it. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it you know an 8. It felt like a, a great debut. Um, I'm curious about where we're going to go from here and the fact that it's bi-weekly. Um, is you know definitely going to keep the momentum going. So I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I don't know if it was it was not as strong as House of X number one, um, and I found it a little bit more disarming. But that doesn't mean a bad thing necessarily. And I still overall do enjoy it. Um, anyway, looking forward. So books that came out August the seventh. So I will be talking about some of these in a couple days for an episode to come out hopefully soon. Um, and that, so these came out like four days ago. Uh, include new issues of Arrow, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number 4, that's such a long title, Batman 76, um, let's see, Black Cat, number 3, new issues of Champions, Deceased, Daredevil, Deadman Logan, Deathstroke, Future Foundation, Had a Launch, Immortal Hulk, Invisible Woman, Lois Lane, Major X, number 0, Marvel Comics, number 1, the 80th Anniversary Edition, Old Man Quill, Savage uh, Avengers, Sensational Spider-Man, Self-Improvement, excited to read that, Sinestro, Year of the Villain, number 1, I'm hearing great things about that, uh, Superman Up in the Sky, number 2, Green Lantern, number 10, Punisher, number 14, and the books I will be talking about for sure on the next episode include Absolute Carnage, number 1, as well as House of X, number 2. Um, so that is it for this episode. This has been episode three, uh, sorry, 699, the last episode in the 600s. And next episode will be a doozy, so uh, you'll uh, cut me some slack for this being a short episode because the next one will be exceptionally long as we celebrate the 7th anniversary and 700th episode of Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, um, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.